Hey guys, welcome to Unravel with Noctula Quella. So born in the 90s, my experience or my first encounter of sex education was the shows that they had on, on ETV around 12 o'clock. And obviously my body was communicating. So I was curious about sex. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people are familiar with this. So today's topic will look at um, porn fashioning or has porn fashioned the way that uh, society behaves. And I have Reggie with me. Hey, Reggie. Hey, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, thanks. Tell me tell me about your first um, encounter with like porn. <laughs> I've never watched such kind of things. So, yeah, for me, I've always been a, a disciplined rural kid. Wow. Interesting. So, basically, um, what I want us to get into today is that has porn fashioned society to begin with? And you know what? Um, coming to the history of sex, you know. When you're talking about sex, um, um, it boils down to the understanding of touch. Okay. What is touch, right? Uh, touch is one of the primal languages that actually is so soothing or expresses emotions that words cannot access. Yeah. So with that being the case, touch is quite important. And when we are endeavoring into these intercourses, we are bound to arouse emotions that we are not even yet ready to receive. So with porn being porn, obviously from my studies of masculinity and how men define what it means to be a real man, being a man with um, a lot of uh, variety and a lot of sexual uh, dominance, it's one of the definitions. Right. So, but when you put it when you push it a bit step further, you understand that um, the, the whole notion of being a man is centered around strength when it comes to sexual intercourse, yeah. which seems to be very paramount for a lot of men. In porn, the way it's structured is actually subjugation and domination of women predominantly. So, as you have seen with the amount of porn that's out there and uh, how women are treated in those, uh, um, in those environments or in those scenes, yeah. you're likely to understand that porn is something that is very uh, paramount in definition of masculinity and expression of masculinity and subjugation of women. Yeah, it defines how men behave today. Uh, they will call you onion booties, uh, booty. Hence, you see a lot of guys prefer uh, women with bo big boobs, big booty as well. Yeah. I find it problematic that actually um, it, it it promotes sexual violence. As you said, that it objectifies the woman. So, for example, there are certain categories whereby, for example, um, the the mother has sex with the, the step the stepson, and and the, the 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 father has sex with the the stepdaughter, and also how there's these bizarre fetishes that are actually entertained in those sites. And for me. I have many questions because, as I said uh, in the beginning of, 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 this, of this podcast, that my encounter of, of sex education was switching on um, ETV at 12 o'clock. There's currently a child who 
is going through things physically and they want to know about about sex but is porn ideal to to learn about sex it's not it's not because there's a lot of messages that are miscommunicated there or a lot of ideas that are created in one's mind. I had a church mate who had like 80 gigs of porn in his hard drive. Remember back then, around about 2010, 2011, uh, we didn't have the muchness of internet we had. So the guy who had stored 80 gigs worth of porn on his hard drive. So, and he did not even have a girlfriend. Um, So what happens is that it defines to you desire, right? You are able to desire a certain kind of aspect of a woman based on your your pornographic experiences. But then, hence today when you look around, we're very sexual and we're bound to be looking or rather watching um, a lot of porn. I remember the statistics that came up um, it was not long ago that we are the most porn-consuming countries as well. So it's very questionable. But then um, the thing is what it creates, it creates ideas in these young ones on how sex should be expressed. And that's why nowadays when you see yeah. uh, couples having sex, it's not even lovemaking. It's just fucking or sex. So there's expression of things they've seen on both sides. There's expressions of power. And there's literally self-play that is quite forbidden with regards to um, respect and uh, just um, pleasuring or rather, uh, you know what, appreciating the other's body. Because women have beautiful bodies. They have uh, beautiful figures. And we hardly find space to to literally like enjoy that view or rather um, appreciate that because all we want is just to fuck or uh, imitate things that we have or we have seen on the movies. If you watch wrestling, they say to not try this at home. And uh, to some extent, I will say you should say that with porn because women, they, they hardly get connected with during intercourse because guys are busy performing that of which have seen they have seen and even women uh, to some extent they they wish for things they've seen on porn and the longest dick on the market uh, the deepest fun yeah. they could ever get yeah <laughs> i think i think it, it like fic- makes makes life a bit fictional because the expectations are so so high and then you want your partner to be doing the same thing that you that you watch to a certain extent i feel like um doesn't it lower like satisfaction in a relationship literally it contributes to that lowering of satisfactions yeah. right why because i've never watched a porn that's like as long as like an hour where a guy is busy for the whole hour so misinterpretation of that is that um, guy has like five minutes to whoop out a good yeah. performance and you have now a partner who have seen that and you have you who have seen that that creates a uh, performance anxieties uh, during intercourse hence you see a lot of guys are unable to get it up because 
of the expectation of that of which is not yet um, endeavored into. And there's also actually like there's now like on like online uh, com- communities. Well, it's called NoFap. Actually, it's an American community whereby, like, people that are addicted to to porn can actually uh, help themselves overcome that addiction. I I once had had a friend who had who told me, Noctula, I feel like I'm addicted to porn." So, how how do we now uh, deal with such issues? You know, addiction is. Uh, I think we've uh, we've started from the recent publication on um, opening of alcohol places where people were heavily celebrating. Remember, addiction is basically addressing that of which you are afraid to face when you're sober or when you're on your normal self uh, functioning. Be it uh, sexual intercourse, be it uh, vulnerabilities of you, that you don't want people to see. Maybe you hide it with alcohol or you actually show your sense of worth and your sense of strength in bed because yeah. because of uh, the society not allowing you to do that in everyday life. So you find that people who are shy are actually freaks in bed because they 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 that's the only space where they can express themselves right heavily so then would that be the case when you're talking about addiction that of which you get your mind used to or to feed on right you find a lot of them don't even watch normal tv um and your body or the blueprint you put into your mind will be the one that plays today or days to come right the blueprint the recording you're running in your brain is one that will play quite often until such time that you actually get help to break that circuit. They call it the mental circuit. The circuit is where the electrical current uh, has to run around uh, while uh, actually the lights are on. It's like that running around of electrical circuit. So this is mental circuit where you get this glimpse of pornographic events and one needs to cut that circuit for it to stop. That's only the time where one joins such societies you're talking about in order for them to recover from, or rather cut the circuit and recover from that addiction. Do you think um, comprehensive sexual education is vital in, in schools? Because I, I personally feel as though life orientation is not serving its purpose. If it was, people will, would not be so miseducated about sex. They possibly would not be as high rates of teenage pregnancy as, as we have currently. I think life orientation as a curriculum and as a subject is doing what's supposed to do, but uh, the people who are teaching it are the wrong people. You still have, uh, if you're looking into the education uh, sector, uh, a large amount of people who are occupying the sectors are all these. There are people who were born before us, way, 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 way before us, right? Mm. And they are likely not to speak about sex because imagine you're teaching other people's kids about sex and when you get home, you hardly can speak to your children about sex because these are the same people who don't speak to their kids about sex anyway. It's an awkward conversation to have. Hmm. But then, why is it awkward when it can prevent your kids from actually coming back with pregnancies? 
You could have prevented it. You could have prevented it. Yeah, I, to, to some extent, I, I do think that they don't want to open that space because now you will be telling them about how you enjoy someone to be hitting it on you. So, so you don't want to open that space with your child. So most of the time, the reason why parents, even from a relational standpoint, the reason why they never talk to us about us having girlfriends and you having boyfriends is because they don't want to open up that space because tomorrow you might just come and say, yo, this guy jitted on me. They would rather not know that you're dating and um, hope or rather expect marriage from you at a particular point in time at, yeah, when you have grown up. When you have grown up. And, mm. and- and that's when that's when alienation comes about where you are actually alienated from from your parents but i think some parents actually struggle to to strike a balance between being a friend and being a parent because in actuality a parent is someone that you can approach a person that should guide you so when i'm going through life i should go to my parents because they have seen life so they know what to, what to say or how to go about things. but they they haven't seen this life we are living that's one of the reasons why our parents are so quiet. They have not seen the life we are living. They don't know that people can have sex just for fun or just to pass time, which is what is happening. Yeah. They don't know that they situation ships. They don't know that their daughters are just um, being um, people their age. So those are yeah. things that if you open a door for sexual or communication about sex, those things might just arise away. Um, I mean, remember that these these daughters or these young kids that we have today, they they don't they are not shy to tell parents about stuff, right? These are people who answer back when we we are not used to answer back. Right when, <laughs> yeah, when mom says, Hey, what do you think you're doing? Like, no, this is what I'm doing. It's like, Oh, you're answering it. It's like, Yeah, that's how the dialogue should be, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then our parents are like, Oh, we would rather not even open that space because now, um, your daughter will be telling you that, Yo, 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 mom, yo, I'm actually, I was actually riding that guy that next door neighbor and now uh, he's weak he's weak as fuck what are you gonna say now okay let's talk about the the positivity around porn i know it's hard to put the words together but there's there's certain people that actually use it to revive their sex life is is does that even work like where you, you like use pornography to to like ignite something that was lost in the relationship <laughs> Why would you do that? That's dependability. It's like coping. It's like coping another couple of what they're doing to make what you're doing Where work. Your you have to tap into your own imagination. That of which has yeah. attracted you to this woman you're with. When you start grabbing porn in, then you're opening your your guys's um, one room for disappointment, two room for expectations. So now you suddenly, let me say, for instance, you try to do that and you sit around with your partner and you find that actually your partner's size of manhood is the smallest and it doesn't even amount to the the muchness of the videos you see together. Now you have pushed him further down the ground because now he sees that the size he has it's not even covered on the pornographic uh, 
industry. You understand? Mm, so wait, wait. Do you, do you think? Sorry. Do you think the introduction of of men's clinic was because of such reasons? Men's clinic is a shame. We shouldn't even have that actually, because we know how to <laughs> we know how to solve our own African issues. I, I think. I think a lot of the time when there's performance issues amongst men, it's not, it's purely psychological. If you say men are trash and, and men can't, South African men's sticks are, are small, you're actually attracting that of which serves women, right? And with that being the case, and you see nowadays men are so feminized, they can't even perform in bed. Men's clinic will grow and we will have a, a lot of uh, homosexualities. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow, 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 Reggie. So so I'm I'm trying to think now, like Oguti, in, in everything that we have discussed because we're about to close to close this, this this topic. So now I'm trying to think, Oguti, how how do we, we move forward like in terms of providing content that's that's going to educate people about sex the right way because I feel as though it's about understanding your body. You know, our youths are disconnected from themselves. And I was just saying that the amount of nudity you see today should have been the one that you actually maybe were due to see in a lifetime, but you see it in one sitting, right? If you go to Twitter, there is someone who's showing breast and um, camel twos, right? Uh, when you come back from those camel twos to everywhere is nudity, then how do we get to value a woman's body? Because I've never, I'm hardly seeing guys who show their junk, right? And the same women are the ones that expect men to be committed, yet they are just really showing their, their, their parts everywhere. So that is... But, but wait, 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 wait. There's actually, there's a girl on Twitter who spoke about opening an OnlyFans account. I'm sure you're familiar with, with OnlyFans. And she said she had spoken to a partner about it. So some people are actually okay with that, with their partner flashing the, the assets that belong to her and him. On, 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 on but we, we, we have a lot of simps, right? We have a lot of weak men who can allow anything that a woman should do. And I can't blame the guy. I can't blame the guy. So Kanye, Kanye is not like a proper kind of... Uh, I mean, Kanye is strong in terms of maybe modern definition. That's why I said the strength of a man is quite subjective. He can't come to Africa and be strong when his woman has steroids in his bum, in her bum. Right, you, you have to understand that uh, the whole relationship of it's a performance, it's a it's a lifestyle, it's it's for marketing. The Kardashians are in that for business. Kim did her first her first pornographic video to push the markets and actually be where she is, and she's exactly. So now even our little girls thinks yeah. the same thing works. Ukraine, but tried. It's not worked the way she's hoped. But then coming back to your questions about partners who allow such things to happen with their women, I don't think as a guy you should allow uh, your woman to be seen by every man naked or possibly half naked. Okay. 
expose you are exposing yourself to one weakness like what kind of a man doesn't value the queen's body right a queen represent a realm as a man as a king you represent a realm with particular standard but we have lowered ourselves we have lowered ourselves to the amount of likes and views we get and those things those things if you die they just remain there it's just numbers it's mathematics you understand literally nothing changes you are naked every man saw your junk or your booty right you could have shaped yourself to the better version of yourself and you see that whatever you post is bound to come back in the future pertaining either your employment company or other people so as a guy always remember that guys are happy to even uh, point their women for pornographic experiences if another guy says i want to Like her, and could you give me? Could you take my uh, maybe pimp her for me? That guy is with this economical climate. They're likely to do that. Those are sims. Yeah. A weak man will die for her woman, literally. Wow. So do not confuse. Yeah. Do not confuse strong masculine men and sims. Sims can do anything. They can sleep with a young child. They can sleep with the mom. They can sleep with their girlfriend and the mom. Those are sims. But if you're a proper man, you have standards. You have a realm that you're representing. It's not even... Please do not confuse Western endeavors with African endeavors. Because nowadays, we are sitting here confused with a culture that we don't know where it's coming yeah. from. And we mistake it to be African culture, which is nonsense. Our cultures will never be the same, so we cannot behave the way Americans are behaving. We are African, and I also want to say that, like you see in these images, you'll find that there's a girl who's 14, and she'll be like, uh, "You are my role model," and that person is showing their bums, they're showing their their tits, and I personally feel as though the universe responds in the way that you carry yourself. So you cannot be flashing all your assets and expect people to respect you. So I think that's something young girls also need to learn that you don't get respect from showing your body. Definitely. Your body is like a diamond. Mm. Hence it's hidden. <laughs> There is no need for for us to marry you if you've shown your junk or your booty to everyone. And besides, besides marriage, Hence, besides marriage, some people say they don't aspire to that. I think at some point you want to be taken seriously. Let's say, for example... You know, you finish your qualification and you get a really, a really good job. And now this, the, the same images come back and they haunt you. You can't, you can't get the position that you're looking for or to looking to to occupy. Literally, that's how. That's literally yeah. how what happens because um, companies, by the nature of employing you, companies are now related to you. Right, it's just not a salary matter because if one, because you upload your Facebook statuses to say I'm working at maybe McKenzie, right? Now McKenzie has this person who who is new on social media. McKenzie don't want to relate with your own crazy world. They will have to fire you. 
Yeah, but exactly. The reputation is on the line. Uh-huh. Now you think companies should yeah. accept us for who we are. No, nobody. You have not even accepted you for who you are. No. Who you are is not this news that you put. This is a performance. Who you are is bigger than the news of the bums or the junk you're showing people. So you can't accept that because you look confused. You're actually confused. Yeah, definitely. Reggie, thank you so much. I'm closing it now. Catch us on the next episode. Thank you.